So we're going to talk about why <coughs> there doesn't ever need to be an invercon. <laughs> talk about why there never needs to be an inner conversation about quitting. Not to the things that we are deeply committed to. Before we talk about this, though, I'd like to invite you, as always, just to check in <coughs> with where you are, as you are. Notice how you're feeling in your body. Notice quality of your thinking. Notice what emotion or emotions are most present right now. And just welcome whatever is here to be here. There is nothing to change. There's nothing to get rid of. And for the next few minutes, there's nowhere to go, nowhere to be, and really nothing to do. It's just us and the rest of the world. Letting ourselves be still And I'm taking a little extra time in this in-between pausing space because I know when I am practicing sometimes my mind can can have a tendency to want to rush forward. Or drop out in these in-between spaces. And so, <clears throat> if you're anything like me, just notice that and welcome that. Say hello. Hello, rushing mind. Hello, restlessness. Hello, impatience. If there's a part of you that is really grateful for the extra time to linger in stillness and no agenda, say, hmm, nice to notice. I want to do more of this. This feels good. Or you can affirm what feels good, what's happening. Just acknowledging, witnessing your lived experience, seeing yourself as you are, paying attention to all your beautiful details. The more 
those parts within you that need nourishing and nurturing, the more those parts will respond with the resonance of your awareness. I feel like I'm going in a totally different direction and that's okay. Maybe this will go in a different direction. Maybe this won't be about quitting at all. It'll just be about listening in. And the choice, the opportunity, the privilege that's always available. What just happened? That's always available to acknowledge the truth of our experience, our whole experience, with kindness, gentleness, openness. Something I've noticed is that when I've made certain ways of being, thinking, feeling, a problem when I've made certain ways of being, thinking, doing superior to others, and I've created kind of an in, internal ranking system, internal evaluation, the good me and the bad me, the extraordinary me, the disappointing me, when I've created all of these divisions, categories, of course, you know, that are just a reflection of the world outside. But when I've really internalized that and I'm, I'm in dialogue with myself that way, what happens is not that like, All the parts of me just getting into line, and they, ju they, they just—they just everything just rises to the occasion and behaves the way I think I ought to behave. It's not like I just get it together. On the contrary, it's—it's it's more like I just. I just stop seeing more and more. It's like I'm hiding from myself. Usually it's a busyness that becomes kind of like blinders. And I notice that it's harder and harder to slow down and pause and get quiet and take a look you know, turn on the, the inner lights and see what's, what's going on because I don't want to see the mess. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that 
there are parts of me that just don't want to get screamed at or put down or yelled at or whatever. <coughs> and I think it's possible to go years, decades even. In a pretty fragmented conversation with ourselves. If we don't think it's safe to tell the truth. So a place we can start is just acknowledging the fear. It's like I know something is up, self. I know everything is not above board right now. I know something's out of integrity. Something Something is just not right. I don't know what it is. Somewhere I know what it is, somewhere unconsciously, but, but it's not available. I, I can't seem to connect. We can trust that there's a wisdom there that's slowing us down, forcing us to take our time and we can just honor that and say, okay, I get it. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. But I know there's something there and I want, I want to see more. And we might start to notice the way we talk <coughs> to and about ourselves just in daily life. The kind of casual throwaway language we use to talk about. How we are. How we look. Things like, oh my God, I'm such a mess. Or, I'm a slob. Or, I'm so disorganized. Or, I'm... <coughs> oh, I'm just a lazy person. Or, alternatively, yeah, I'm so stressed out. I'm just always too busy. Um, my dog is singing in the background, you might hear him. Or, I'm just not good at relationships. I guess that's my cue. Dogs are amazing because they say, <laughs> they let us know when they want attention. And our bodies do too, and our emotions do too. We do so much communicating we just need to listen. <laughs> so I'm going to listen to my animal. But I invite you to check back in with yourself. See how you're feeling. Notice if 
you've become aware of anything going on within you. Just thank yourself for showing up and practicing and if you'd like to dedicate this episode to a part of you or to anyone that brings you closer to the truth of yourself. I invite you to do that. Oh, wow. He's really going now. All right. That's my cue. See you next time. Beja, beja.